Well, hey there. This is Jim and Reagan. Out for a, a morning walk. Later morning than usual, but it truly is on vacation. So, this is allowable. So, otherwise, these walks would be much, much earlier. Hearing some truck noises in the background, so we may be we may be greeted by our, our trash people who decided they weren't working yesterday. So we shall see. But anyway, the winds died down. I tried recording yesterday, but it was it was particularly windy here yesterday, so didn't make my race rehearsal particularly comfortable, depending upon who you, uh, who you checked for their weather service, although I think this is what this one was right, because it certainly felt right, and a wind chill of 15 during my race rehearsal, so, yeah, it was cold, <laughs> so, Race rehearsal is one of those things in my customized training plan. So, basically what it is, it's a 10-minute warm-up, a 10-minute cool-down. And in the middle, you take a certain amount of time. Right now, it's between 10 and 15 minutes to go practice running at race pace. Which currently is in a nine and a half an hour. So, it's actually a tad slow. But Chris needs a new magic mile on me. So, yeah. Actual race pace, I believe, uh, is about 9.09. That's actually what I need to do to get, uh, to get to my two-hour half marathon. Yeah, 9.30 will get, me, will get me a good time, but it'll be a tad on the slow side, so... That's, again, assuming that you consider a nine and a half minute mile slow, right? You know. Yep. Yep. These numbers mean different things to different people. To some people, nine and a half is slow. To some people, nine and a half is ungodly fast. And you know what? You're both right. You're both right. So... I said, you know, I say these numbers to let you know where I am, not to let you know where you should be, right? Because that's kind of the nice thing about this sport, you know? I always look at this sport as kind of being the best of both worlds, you know? There's a part of this that, let's just be honest, it's all about you, you know? This goal that I have, it's all about me. Whether you can run this or not does not matter to me, you know? This is all about running faster than I've ever run before. Whether you can do it doesn't matter. But at the same time, because it's not a team sport, that's exactly right. 
if you can't do this, but you can do 10 and a half, 11 and a half, 13 and a half, it's all good, isn't it? Because my race doesn't depend on you as it might in a team sport, you know, where, you know, doubles tennis or something, you know, one of you is not very good and your doubles tennis team is going to, is going to, is going to suffer for that, you know, I'll give my age away, but I mean, you know, Jimmy Connors would not want to play doubles tennis with me. I would definitely be the boat anchor for Mr. Connors, you know, or Bjorn Borg, the big nemesis of Mr. Connors back in the 70s. Yes, if you don't know who these people are, look them up. There you are. Not a, not a, not a follower of the uh, current tennis players, but uh, I have seen them on TV. I, I still, I still argue that uh, that Bjorn Borg was without a doubt the coolest looking tennis player to ever play the game. Um, Dude looked like a rock star. I mean, he looked like he should have been in, like, Led Zeppelin or something like that. But no, no, no. He plays tennis. Um, he played it very well. And from all accounts, he was a super nice human being. Which, from all accounts, Mr. Mr. Connors was not. Um, so there you go. But I never met him personally. Maybe they were wrong. But, uh, but yeah, I never heard anybody say that Bjorn uh, Borg was a was a self-important twit, shall we say. So, good on you, Mr. Borg. And let's face it, you know, many years later, Star Trek would grab your name and make an arch-enemy out of it. The Borg. So, uh, you know, double trouble. There you are. So, let's talk about some training, because let's face it, there's plenty of stuff going on in the news we could be talking about, and none of it's good. You know, so we just won't go there, all right? Other than to say just this, and this is actually not on a political level. I hopefully this is just at a human level. You know, if the events of the last um, couple of days haven't been a huge wake up, then it's about time that we look at each other as human beings and not sides. You know, because I'm here to tell you. I mean, again, you know, you're talking to the epox on both your houses guy here. Um, ain't no moral high ground on either side of the side of the line here, folks. You know, and uh, the sooner we figure out that the people on the other quote-unquote side are in fact people who have homes and families and lives and reputations, um, <clears throat> and just as much freaking right to be on this planet as you, the sooner we will put this crap away. So. Uh, Hopefully we can, hopefully that was a, a rather scary wake up for everybody that uh, this, this nonsense needs to stop, you know? So regardless of where you're coming from, it needs to stop. You need to start talking to people as if they are people. And my only other comment I will make is I am so happy I'm not on social media right now. Oh man, um, you know? Yeah, I'm glad I'm missing this one. Wow. This was this was almost prophetic. If I were talented enough to actually call myself a prophet, I would, but 
then again, if I were talented enough to call myself a prophet, I would probably also be humble enough to not. So I'll go the humble route and just go, I'm just lucky. <laughs> just lucky. So anyway, back to training. So, I uh, believe I'm coming close to the beginning of week three of training. How fast it goes by. So, so yeah, so I uh, had a rehearsal run yesterday, so I will say that um, for some people who, and I know most people listening to this are fans of the Jeff Galloway Run Walk program. I don't know there's a lot of people, if anybody, to be quite honest, who is not a fan of that race strategy. And this is not to proselytize for Mr. Galloway, but the one thing, let me just tell you this about the differences, though. Um, it is a whole lot easier to pace yourself when you do not have to insert walk breaks. It's actually kind of a challenge to kind of figure out how fast you really need to run when you're going to be taking 30 second walk breaks, which is what I have to do. Um, My ratio is 90-30. So, you know, even if you are not a fan, all right, even if you are an ardent non-fan, I would still challenge you to try and go ahead and whenever your normal comfortable tempo pace is, all right? So not flat out, but, you know, your comfortable kind of tempo pace that you can keep for like a half marathon. So something something that you're going to hold for a while. Try and do that while substituting in 30-second walk breaks every 90 seconds. All right? It's a challenge. It's a challenge. Because, of course, you know... The, uh, I guess the knee-jerk response is to try and run faster than you think you need to because you have to do all this walking, and you don't. And uh, so that's, that's where I was yesterday. So I, uh, I ended up eventually, I think, averaging somewhere around a 9.08 with the walk breaks. Um, but that's, again, the goal is 9.30. So you're trying to teach your brain what 9.30 looks like. So, again, there's a lot of cognitive stuff going on in this. It's not just all the, you know, cardiovascular stuff. Um, there's a lot of cognitive that has to go on here as well. You know, you have to train your mind. Okay, this pace gets me nine and a half. So, uh... Yeah, you know, so, you know, if you're looking for something else to do, kind of keep your brain busy. Um, like I said, even if this is not your your normal way to run or train, give it a try every once in a while. Um, you'll find it's a lot trickier than you thought. So, uh, so, yeah, so I was actually 30 seconds per mile too fast. And, yes, I know I just said 909 is really where I need to be, so I'm actually pretty... I'm, spot on to where I need to be but I have been told to train slower that's the other part of training you need to do what the training says if you're going to make up your own training then you don't need a coach do you because you've just uh, decided that you're going to be the coach and uh, although not it's not exorbitant 
amounts of money, um, I am paying for a coach. So, uh, you know, no point in paying for a coach if you're not going to listen to them. So, so uh, yeah, so I still have some work to do. I have to figure out what cadence. That's really the trick, I think, is to figure out what cadence uh, equals what speed. Um, you know, I have known in uh, certainly 5Ks. That's where I first noted it. That if I want to have a good 5K finish time, all right, and good again is relative to, you know, how, how in shape I happen to be, but my cadence needs to remain at 180 steps per, per minute or better. If it goes below 180, um, I'm going to be slow. Err. Right? Um, so it needs to stay up there. Because every time I've put in a good 5K, since we're using that as the example, my, my average cadence has been between the 180 and 186 range. That's how fast my feet are moving. Once it goes below there, and I start going, oh, close, but yada, yada. All right, let's turn around, Ray. Let's turn around. I do about a two-mile walk with Reagan today. So, get her a little more of a stretch this morning. So, there it is, so. Today is a rest day, so that would make today Friday. Fridays are always my rest days. And then uh, tomorrow, I have a particular run, which is called Mind of the Marathoner. So those of you who are in customized training or know Coach Chris from somewhere else, probably have heard of this. It's actually something he's been using, I would say probably only in the, the last year or two. It's relatively new, even for Coach Chris. Um, and basically what it's going to be is, of course, there's the 10-minute warm-up and cool-down, you know, as bookends, all right? And that's at, you know, easy, long-run pace. And again, if you're in a Galloway program, Galloway is always telling you that Whatever your race pace is, your easy long run pace should be at a minimum two minutes per mile um, slower. So, since right now we're saying race pace is nine and a half uh, a mile, that means long run pace is 11.30 per mile. That's easy long run pace. That's where you have to be, where I have to be anyway. So, that's what the uh, warm-up and the cool-down are going to be. But then, there are three miles in the middle. So the first mile, you're trying to pace yourself at a minute per mile slower than race pace, which of course is going to mean 10.30. For the next mile, you bump it up. And 
trying to do race pace, which of course will be 9.30. And then for your last mile, you're trying to bump it up a full minute faster than race pace, which of course will be 8.30. And then once you finish that mile, it's 10 minutes at a cool down at 11.30 for me, and uh, you're done. So, since 11.30 per mile, and we're only going for 10 minutes, uh, it's going to be probably somewhere around like three quarters of a mile for the warm up and the cool down. So that'll add roughly about a mile and a half to the three miles in the middle. So this is about a four and a half mile run altogether. So, you know, not a crazy long run. Um, again, depending upon where you are in your training, um, you might even consider this middle distance. You might, this might be your long run. I don't know. Again, wherever you are is where you are. Um, again, that's the, the nice, it's all about me part of, of running. So there you go. Uh, but yeah, but obviously, uh, while it's not crazy far, um, you do have a mile and then a mile after that at or faster than your race pace. So basically like going out for probably my normal run because 11 and a half is actually slower than my normal run so that's the 10 and a half but then you know the nine and a half and the 830 averages out to a nine minute mile for the following two miles which is getting closer to my 5k pace and it's actually it's it's right on for my 10k pace so at least around here you know, if I were doing if I were doing Baltimore the uh, St. Patrick's Day 5k well yeah, my pace is a lot faster but the first three quarters of the of a mile is all downhill and it's very downhill and then the rest of that thing is is basically flat certainly compared to where I live it's flat so I can get some nice times in there matter of fact my non-teenage uh, PR for the 5k uh, was there two years ago now it was in 19 I did uh it was 24-17, so I've run faster than that, but I was also a teenager. So, there I was. But, uh, yep. Yeah, it's one of those. I wish I had liked distance running in my 20s. Um, would have been interesting to see how fast I really could have done this if I had, you know, put my mind to it, but one of those people that did not get into distance running until I was almost 40. Of course, you know, your faster days are behind you, so, you know, regardless of how well I do now, um, you know, you always know, geez, if I had trained, you know, for this when I was, you know, 25, geez, imagine what you probably could have done. But, you know, if wishes were horses, right? As the old song goes. So, are. Anyway, um, 
there's that. Um, I will say I'm still enjoying the Zoom calls. And again, you know, I do Zoom stuff at work all the time, but, you know, it is work, you know. This is more other runners, you know, talking about their training and where they are and, you know. Again, I say this every Zoom call. It's only been two, but, you know, still, right? Um, it, uh, it is nice to hear that there are places around the country where people are, are running in shorts. Because I'm definitely not. I have two pairs of pants on right now. I have a pair of, uh, I have a pair of sweatpants underneath my jeans. Because uh, even without the breeze, it's only 28 degrees Fahrenheit right now. So it's, it's still cold. I had to change hands because my hands is getting a little bit, a little bit chilly at the fingertips here. So, so yeah, but we got sun. So, you know, it's, it's better than the last couple of days. So, oh, we're going to get a bark, I think. We're going to get a bark because I think we've, we've either smelled something we want or... Um, We've seen something we want, but knowing my dog, it's not seeing it. It's we've smelled it. So who knows? We may we may get some we may get some noise pretty soon. So maybe I'll wrap this up before we get there. Anyway, hang on, Ray. Let me let me go change hands now, okay? I had to warm up the one hand here. Alright, let's go now. Alright. This could very well have been a deer that walked by. And we're all excited because we smell a deer. Yeah, if you don't know, I'm very much in the country, so, so yeah, so, oh, here it comes, here it comes, so yeah, so, there's only a couple of areas where we're actually in front of a, front of a house, you know, most of, most of where I am is, is, is very open country road, it is fields, it is stuff like that, so, so yeah. So the last couple of times when you're hearing, you know, Hunter and the Hunter, oh, I'm flashing back to my previous dog. I do that every so often. Reagan and the pet mess. Um, be well assured that uh, you know, pet messes are happening in the middle of a field that nobody will see for about four months. So, so there it is. Are not happening on somebody's front yard. Because that would be gross. So, there you go. Anyway. So, what else? Um, well, if I haven't mentioned already, I am. I am signed up for Frederick. So, my wife had a... Had a uh, free entry. Uh, thanks to the fact that she did the BFD challenge last year and that was one of the prizes uh, for finishing it was a free entry to the Frederick half she's not going to do the Frederick half um, so she said you can use my free entry so I have a free entry to the Frederick half I have a free entry since my race was cancelled uh, last year to the Swamp Rabbit full marathon in October so, as of right now, I have two races, and I haven't paid a penny for either of them. So, 2021 is starting out very nice, but 
the the group that runs the uh, St. Patrick's Day 5K, which I was just talking about. Um, It's going to be virtual, but of course it's going to be in in March, and no one's expecting around here that we're going to have in-person races by then. Um, Possibly by April, much liker possibly around here. Um, When you figure the vaccine rollout, probably looking more like May. So Frederick probably will happen, all things being equal, right? Um, That's probably able to, you know, do staggered starts and, you know, to keep people safe and stuff if we're still doing that back then. then. But, uh, but yeah, things, you know, now, February, March, yeah, around here they're hosed. They are not going to happen. They're going to still be virtual around here. So they're trying to get people to do the 5K as a virtual um, but I think they're probably aware, because um, it's certainly how I feel, that people are pretty saturated on the whole virtual thing. You know, hey, I got a new virtual for you. I've been doing virtuals for a year now. All right? Depending upon where you live, you know, you've been doing virtuals for almost a year. You know, vaccines out. You know, I'm like sick of the whole, you know, pretend run. And I'm going to pretend I'm running with people and I'm not really. All right. Um, I think a lot of people are pretty saturated with that whole idea. But uh, nonetheless, it's what they got. So they actually have a pretty neat little swag. They're actually going to have a drawing. And I don't know how many people they're going to give this prize to. I believe it's more than one, but it might only be one person. I didn't read it very carefully. But uh, yeah, uh, basically, um, they're going to pick a name out of a hat or several names out of a hat. And they are going to get free entries to all of their races for the remainder of 2021. So, I thought, wouldn't that be cool? I mean, I would have to pay for the virtual. It's not a free virtual. But wouldn't that be cool to go and do one virtual and then win free races, free local races, for the remainder of the year? And so, literally, I've paid for one 5K and then I might have five races or something like that in 2021 and they're all free so and it's charm city which is a running store also the nickname of baltimore one of baltimore's many nicknames um certainly one of the more family friendly nicknames um but uh but yeah they run they run the um the soul of the city which is a 10k it happens in April. Again, fingers crossed that might happen, but I doubt it. I really doubt it. I think I think we're looking at May. Um, but they also run the Charles Street 12. It's a 12 miler. Start at the top of the city and run right down essentially Charles Street um, for most of those most of those 12 miles. It's about nine of those 12 miles are on Charles Street. And you finish at the Under Armour factory. So, uh, and then it's a, it's a giant beer party. So, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. They have some other races as well, too. I believe Charm City is the people, are the people that do, um, the Dreaded Druid, uh, which is a 10K, 
that runs you along the back part of the zoo. And uh, they're real hills. They're hills like I run it. Uh, it, it hurts. Um, you have about a mile and a half that's relatively flat or downhill. And then they put you into those back hills and it is just up and down, up and down, up and down for about two and a half to three miles at least. Uh, and then you have to climb your way back out of them uh, and then finish up. So, uh, And it's always in June. It's always blazing hot. Um, you know, even though it's at 8 o'clock in the morning, it's always blazing hot, blazing humid. So it's a hard run. Um, but it's a fun one. And again, they hand out a great shirt. It's got this really cool Celtic design on it. Um, so that would be a cool one to get for free. And I believe they also do the, uh, the, um, the Celtic Solstice. So for the winter solstice, they have a five-mile run that they do. And uh, that's also got a cool swag for a shirt. Uh, and they have some other, some other runs around uh, it's a county called Hartford County. Baltimore's in Baltimore County, if you didn't already know that. Um, Harford County is a slightly more rural county to the east of Baltimore County, northeast of the city of Baltimore. So, a lot of farms there, but there's also some some larger population areas. Bel Air is one of the bigger ones there. So, uh, so yeah. So we'll see. So, well, it's not the trash people. Apparently, somebody in a large truck is uh has backed their way into my neighbor's driveway which that's tricky because my neighbor's got a somewhat of a chicane driveway that goes right into the forest so uh interesting ah you know what it is yeah all right it's the propane people that's what they had they had a propane person stop by yep what are we using? Best price propane, huh? Hang on, let's get off to the side here. Yep, got their propane tank filled. So. We're gonna have to have ours done pretty soon too. We don't use propane for anything other than to uh, power our our whole house generator, since my entire house runs on electricity. So, when the electricity goes out here, yeah, best not to have a completely dead house. So, yeah, what? Ten years ago, we got a whole house generator after we had a a big ice storm and snowstorm that came in the middle of October, when the leaves were still on the trees and knocked our power out for the better part of a week, like five, six days, I think it was. So, yeah, not fun, but there you go. All right, I think that's enough. We've had our walk. Reagan should be in good shape now. So uh, I think we'll end here. So uh, you all have a great day, even better weekend. Stay healthy, stay safe. And um, yeah, you know, remember... Even the people you hate are still people. 
let's all keep that in the back of our minds, all right? Hopefully we can, uh, we can change the world for the better. All right, that's all I got. Peace out. Who's a good puppy, huh? Who's a good puppy?